You're gonna hear this in like four years. I know two. Oh, college. I remember the college days. Hopefully I'll hear it in one and a half. I remember the college days like they were tomorrow. Because that's where I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> Is that the song? Yeah. Oh. Yep. School started. Um, this is your first year. Mm-hmm. It's going pretty well. Any um, really weird professors? My uh, U.S. history, he kind of looks insane. <laughs> Why? What, like, just what makes look, him look insane? He just has like these big beady eyes, and they like his hair is kind of crazy too. Like I don't know, it kind of looks like he's drunk, and like I get like coked out at the same time. Oh man, is he like super like chill or super hyper or what? He gets kind of hyper. Yeah. He starts acting out things. Yeah. Like how uh, the uh, like early American settlers were. Mm. So you start talking in a British accent. Oh, he's oh he's like ultra weird. Yeah. 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 I've had some professors that are pretty strange. Um, yeah, I had one guy he would like always like rush late into class and he would rush late into class like those kids when in high school <laughs> like the overweight kids not like super overweight but you know the chunky kids they like and they're always for some reason they're always Assyrian kids like the nerdy Assyrian kids and they like stumble <laughs> into class like oh sorry 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 they're sweating stuff dude that was this guy <laughs> except he was Mexican and you know it was just so odd he'd be sweating so much and then he'd like be like catching his breath while he's teaching because he has to start right away. <laughs> and then the last day of class, he it was his first ever class. So he was like, you know, I just want to thank you guys for being my first class, yada, yada, yada. And he brought like these Safeway donuts <laughs> and milk and stuff. Um, and these donuts were like, you know that cart by in Safeway by the milk that has all like the... On, oh, it's like yeah. it's like, like damaged goods, but they still sell it. Yeah, this is what that box. This is what that box of donuts looked like. It was from. <laughs> that was yeah. That's pretty interesting. Most of my interesting teachers were from high school. I feel like. Yeah, I had some <clears throat> scary teachers in high school. Doctor Staley. Oh yeah, she's scary. But everyone has right here. It's a word in the street. She's a good teacher, though. She's amazing. Yeah. She's, like, I think one of the best teachers that I've ever had. Yeah. She was just really intimidating because she was so smart. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. She did calculus uh, with, I think, uh, with, I think, just a basic calculator. Like, not like a TI-84 or up. She did it with, like, one that you get, like, when pretty much, like... You're doing 2 plus 2? Yeah, when you think that you need a calculator, but you really don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one on your... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. TI-84. She did a lot of it, like, (laughs) by hand. Oh, that's crazy. I don't even know what calculus is. 
Like, too much math. That's what that is. That's why, like, she does math in her head like nobody's business. She's, she's probably, we talked about this in psychology one time, that people have different ways of getting to conclusions. So, like, most of us have what's called a visual sketch pad. So, like, when you do two plus two in your head, what do you do in your head to get? Or, or let's let's go with a harder number just so you're actually using it. When you do 10 times, uh, I don't know, when you're doing eight times seven, what do you do in your head to get to the conclusion that eight times seven is, shoot, what is it? 56. 56. Well, I don't know. I kind of, with those, when it's just single numbers, I've kind of memorized those. Okay, let's do so, like 13 times 14. Yeah, I, I kind of just like do it like you're writing on a paper. Right, yes. You just, uh, like you, uh, yeah, it's basically you're just like writing it out, but, and you're doing all the steps. Yeah. So you're that's just a, keeping track of it in your head. Exactly. That's a, that's what's called a visual sketch pad. And that's how like normal people operate. So they'll just do it in their head. Mm-hmm. Or like if they're counting, they, they'll like still use their fingers count to count stuff in their head. Yeah. But super smart people, probably like Coach Durr or Staley, they, they just know. So they know these numbers make that number. There's no counting yeah. or or drawing in their head. They just it's there. That's when you like ask someone what's like twenty four plus twenty seven. They're like, oh, it's this. Boom. Mm-hmm. Or you and I are like twenty four. Seven times four is eight. Carry the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just know. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because like I know that. I know like it's Doctor Staley. She actually <clears throat> kind of uh, would. Not yell at us. She would get <laughs> excited. Yeah. Um, and she'd be like, well, don't you know this, that this makes this and that makes that, and you just add it together and that makes that? Huh. And so, yeah, like that's how her brain worked. Yeah. Where she found different possibilities through it and then used the sum of those. Or not possibilities, but different. Right. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> no, I know what you mean. No, yeah. I know what you mean. And there's a, there's it's weird too because there's different ways to do like um like we, there's different ways people group things yeah yeah that's how it was so like like if there was a flock of cows out there you and I would count them differently mm-hmm. like I we would group them differently and we would follow a different pattern of counting them yeah that's not weird yeah, that's super strange to me. I wish I was smart. I wish I had a photographic memory. That I was actually just about to say that. That's um, yeah. have you ever seen uh like Grey's Anatomy? <clears throat> yeah. Don't get me started on that show. Well, no, I'm just talking about uh Is there uh, an episode about it though? Or no, well it's uh Dr. Grey's sister has a photographic memory. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like makes it super easy for her to like remember things in the Dude, medical field. That'd be so nice. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine just looking at like Say, like, your teacher's like, oh, like, 90% of this is going to be on the test. They give you a study guide. And you just look at the study guide and, like, memorize all that. That's crazy. And it's just like, you got it down. That's crazy. That's like a superpower. It is, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, another, another week. It's week six, I think. We're getting yeah. up there in numbers. Oh yeah. Of episodes. Four away from double digits. 
I've had ten episodes on a podcast before, and it's exciting. We'll have a we'll have to have a little party. Oh yeah, we'll do a Taco Bell ASMR. <laughs> Steel wool, and we'll have ASMR where we're just doing a bunch of ASMR, and every like thirty seconds, it's the steel wool. It's like a, almost like a like a watermark or like a what do they call those? Or like you know like uh, with like rappers how they have like yeah uh, yeah like their like, own little like <laughs> call sign almost yeah like uh, Jason Derulo or um, <laughs> yeah. oh what's that one Maybach Music yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a there's a meme <laughs> it's this baby and it's like oh are you gonna say your first word and it's like oh. ma 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 Maybach Music. <laughs> Uh, so what's another one? Uh, you have. Uh, I know that. I don't know if you know this rapper, uh, Ugly God. Ugly God? Yeah. No. It's like thanks, Ugly God. What? Yeah, that's what it is. Is that in all his songs? Yeah, that's like what the starting of his song. song. Uh, I don't know. He has. I haven't a, listened to him for quite a while. He has like a. Blizzard type thing on his, and he's playing a like Game Boy. Yeah, I used to listen to like Water all the time. It's not very family appropriate. No, this album cover is insanely atrocious. <laughs> when is he gonna say it? Thanks, ugly guy. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. What's another one? What's Kanye West? I don't think he has I don't one. I think he has one. Um. <laughs> I don't now I'm trying to think about all of, the funniest thing uh is when you I think it was this one rapper called Famous Dex. There's a video of him that I saw on Twitter and he's doing his ad libs. Like, do you know what ad libs are? Uh no. <clears throat> so it's basically like if you've ever heard like the Migos, if you ever hear like the mama. Uh-huh. Like that part where like the words that they add in after they're done, like recording the main oh, yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. song. Yeah. And it's like, that's what they kind of add into it. Yeah. yeah. So there's a video of famous Dex and he's just doing his ad libs uh-huh. and it's the funniest thing ever. Cause then they do it in slow motion. It is so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Overdubbing is, I guess it's also overdubbing. Yeah, it's that's so awkward to do sometimes. Yeah, like when you. I'm just over here talking that. like I've actually overdubbed something. I've never overdubbed <laughs> anything before in my life. Doctor, what's Doctor Dre's? Doctor Dre's is a smoke weed every day. <laughs> smoke weed every day. Or like you have, uh, I almost said Wiz Khalifa. You have Lil Wayne with his lighter flick. Oh yeah, yeah. Little. I'll turn it down to. Oh no, that's not the, that's not the one. What's that one song where he says that? Uh, is it like still Dre? Maybe it is. Man, you're good. You're good. Is it? Uh, mm. It's at the very end of the song. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. Um, why can't no? I think of it? No, it's no, it's not it. Um. Oh, geez. Next episode. Yes, that's what it is. Oh my gosh. Yep. 
How did I not know that? I always forget it too. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Here it is. Smoke weed every day. Classic. Have you seen that Cody? I think you were there watching the Cody Cove binder. It's like smoke weed all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, could you do like I'll just pick this because I know this has no lyrics. Could you and maybe because you know these songs. Could you podcast with this in the background? Probably. Uh there's like no words yeah obviously like i can do instrumentals are a lot easier yeah it's when there's like singing and stuff yeah when there's other people talking while you're talking that's yes yes i can do instrumentals what about like um let's see i'll I'll find you a good one you're not even you're not even gonna suspect what i'm about to play you um ah where is it I was listening to one of the podcasts that we did. Uh-huh. And so now every time I'm not talking, I kind of bring myself, bring the mic away from my mouth. Yep. Cause you can hear. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I heard myself uh, breathing. There's one. I was like, oh, God. Usually you can so edit that out. There's, there's one podcast I was listening to, and they always edit that stuff. But this one time, it's like, like nose whistling and stuff. And I'm like, uh, I can't, I can't finish this episode. So I'm sorry for that for our few listeners. Yeah. <laughs> now I, now I, I learned. Can you listen to this in the background while you podcast? Uh, I, it's too thematic. <clears throat> I don't know if I could. Yeah, I, I could. <laughs> uh, we need a fart mic. Yeah. I got one coming right now. We're going we're gonna to make a fart <laughs> mic right now. Ready? <laughs> we did it. Now you're going to get pink eye from that mic. Oh, oh. <laughs> All while Beethoven's playing in the background. <laughs> okay. Did you hear it in the earphones? Yeah. Oh, so, that's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Um, <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. I wish there was like different like radios. I guess I should start using Spotify more. I heard it's pretty cool. I can yeah. see on the on the waveform <laughs> on the where I farted. Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify. Yeah, you can. You can do that definitely. Just type in steel wool. About this oh. listen to this in the background? I couldn't. I already can't. It's gonna be I feel like we should have some you know, strobe lights in here or something. <laughs> yeah, do you know, people go and dance to this in clubs. <laughs> and I'm kind of upset that, like, we don't have bars like this downtown where I can witness this. Because <laughs> here it's just, you know, like, either country music and people were swing dancing. And oh they, gosh. I don't know, you've never been to another place probably. Nah. They go insane. People <clears throat> throwing people and everything. And it's really cool, but it's like, okay. I'd also like some, you know... Different music, and yeah. you go to Red Brick, and it's all like, you know, not anymore. Yeah, it's a church now, <laughs> but it's all like, um, what, what? 
Got a second one. <laughs> uh, it's all like a. It's like a. I don't know, man. There's something about. There's something about. I don't know. It's just music that's like more. I would say ghetto almost. More like hip hop. Yeah, but not like hip hop. Like, I don't know. Not not like hard rap, but more. It's like <laughs> non country. I, I don't know. I, non country, like non rock. Yeah, but it's more like the stuff I I I don't know. You know what I want to I want to make a like bar, it. where it's just heavy metal, and if you want to be on the dance floor, the it's, it's a mosh pit. Yeah. And then, That's what so I'm saying. Well, let's get some variety here. You get your drinks, and then you're trying to like get to a table, but you have to cross the dance floor. Exactly. By the time you get to that table, your drinks are empty. There you go. Yeah, because you're going to be thrown around. Or like some like really jazzy bar, you know? It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I feel like actually like a jazz oh. a jazz bar would actually be kind of like yeah, <clears throat> a really chill spot. Yeah. 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 Imagine going to a bar like this. Yeah. You're like, honey, I'm getting the beers. It's just like, you just get punched in the face. Can't hear you. <laughs> Two Sabukas. <laughs> McCoy with some vodka. <laughs> Diet Pepsi with my Jack. What? <laughs> Yeah. The bartender just like breaks the bottle over your head. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what you have to do if you want to get a drink. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But like, there's country, then they're just like, hip. They have a hip hop. I just don't like mumble rap type hip hop. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. That's either. what was that red brick. Oh, that I remember. Okay. And they play some good songs every now and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's like a piano bar where, for some reason, it's just not very popular. Yeah. But they play like good. They'll have live bands playing like Prince and stuff. And I'm like, it's my jam. But it's also very awkward when it's just like you and two other people on the dance floor. <laughs> Dancing to Prince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what we need? We need one of those restaurants here where like they're like mean to you on purpose. Yeah. Without, yeah. What is that called? Is it uh, certain chain restaurants, right? I mean, there's a few. Like, there's like, I know, like food trucks. I think there's one in like New York or something like that where like they're just like super mean to you. Yeah. There's one, <clears throat> well, the one that I went to uh, in Las Vegas is called Dick's Last Resort. And so there's that one where they're just like always, they're like mean to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I don't, there's, I don't know. It just kind of makes it fun. Yeah. And you can also, you don't have to be nice if you work there. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about cu- your customer service is being mean. Yeah. Wow. Could you imagine if we listened to our moms, we'd only have 10 minutes left to podcast? <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's so incredibly short. 30 minutes? 30 minutes is a sound bite when it comes to podcasting. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm saying, like, I don't know. We should just have just, like, some little... Yeah, we're going to do some mi- mini-sodes. Mini-sodes. Mama-sodes. Mama-sodes, Yeah. Mama sewed, yeah. I like those. Because, you know, I think I think moms like to hear from their sons. Yeah, but they don't want to hear from us for two hours. No, no, no. <laughs> they're like, you know, they're, they're supportive, but for just for a time, mm-hmm. you know? The 30-minute mark. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, I'm done supporting you now. 
And we can get moms to call in and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mama sucks. All right. We're doing it. I like that. Not now, though. We're, we have about another hour and a half left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So we open up with college a little bit. Do you think college is important? And you're in. Well, let's go in your life personally. Do you think college is important? My life. So I'm going into criminal justice. And that's my major. Um, as of right now, looking towards probation. And for my profession that I want to go into, yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's pretty important if you want to if it's if you want to work your way up a lot faster and a lot easier. Um, yeah, it's probably it's the way to go because I learned that from my cousin because he went to Stan State, majored in criminal justice, and now he's uh in probation and uh like he's already moving up and stuff he's yeah been a probation officer for i want to say like f- five years oh that long <clears throat> four four or five wow. somewhere around there yeah so and he's already like he's working his way up so he's doing really well so, so do you, but do you think in your personal life that college is necessary for you to be successful no, because I mean, there's <clears throat> there's obviously ways like I can just go uh, to the police academy, right? And yeah. go that way instead yeah. of going through a four year college. Uh, if I wanted to become like a police officer, but me going into wanting to go into probation, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna help me out a lot more, open up more doors. Yeah. And also, I I feel like a big part of it is who you know as well. Mm-hmm. Who you know in life is even when it comes really to college important. too. Who you know? Yeah, is, yeah. Because so I'll actually give a few examples of that. <clears throat> so uh, I don't mean to bag on this person. Do it, but Coach Wolfley. Yeah, I love Coach Wolfley so much. He's my linebacker. He was my linebacker coach. Yeah, he helped me through a lot of stuff, <clears throat> and through, uh, uh, just like football, you know, he helped me a lot. But he, he's <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, you better apologize. <laughs> he firmly believed. That it's not who you know, it's what you know in life. It's <clears throat> it's how hard you work. Which, yeah, I believe that a good portion of that is your hard work, is your work ethic. But I believe the biggest part is who you know. And then after that, you have to back that up. You have to back up uh, what, the other, what the person's saying to open that door for you. I don't know if I kind of like lost you if it. No, 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 you got me. <clears throat> so So I'll I'll put it in like the sense. So my professor is the sergeant in the sheriff's office mm-hmm. uh, in Merced. <clears throat> and he said he was telling us that um you know like I have hookups, you know, if you ever want to get into one of the jails here, um he's like just let me know, I can get you in. I'm like I'm a great reference and everything. So 
being able, if you have that uh, kind of person that's saying, like, get this guy in here. Yeah. Rather than someone that's just coming in that they don't even know. Right. I feel like, obviously, I have a higher chance of getting into there uh, above the person that they don't know, that just a person that just applied and was trying to work there. Yeah. But then also, the second part of that is me backing up what the sergeant is saying. Right. So showing that I do have a good work ethic, showing that, you know, I'm not going to be lazy. I'm not going to, you know, just like not coming to work. I'm not always going to be like trying to get out of things. I'm there to do my job. Right. Yeah. So I, it's just like what I feel like it is more who, you know, than what, you know, but also they're not, they can't be mutually exclusive. Exactly. Yeah. You have to have both. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say even like, you know, my job, even though I wasn't looking for it to be a career at first, it do, it does end up being. And, and if you if you want to do anything meaningful in the almond industry, whether that's a growing, or I'm saying basically anything besides just being a field laborer, yeah, it kind of is who you know. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I, I probably have a lot more opportunities in the almond industry because I know. I, I mean, I'm related to my father-in-law. Who was pretty well known. Yeah. And he was well he became well known because his dad was pretty well known. And um, you know, they start building their own connections. But yeah. But you know, similarly though, I probably wouldn't still be working for my father in law if I didn't work hard. Mm-hmm. Or if I wasn't Exactly. If I didn't put in the mental effort to solve <clears throat> problems or wasn't there. You know, I like kills, you know, um, like harvest started, so I make sure I'm there an hour early, even though I don't get paid for it. I'm there an hour later, even though I don't get paid for that, to make sure things are running smoothly. Mm-hmm. The guys just can jump in the equipment and go. If I didn't have that type of work ethic, though, then I wouldn't. Um, I probably wouldn't be worried for him still. Yeah. But also, any further I go, and the reason I'm I'm where I'm at now is because I also, I also know him. Exactly. It's not mutually exclusive. But. I feel like if they could be, well, but they're not mutually exclusive depending on your definition of success. Mm-hmm. So what do you think success is? Well, let's, hang on. Let's go to college for a second. Do you think you should go to college if college does not offer a degree for what you want to work in? No. Why not? Because that well, seems to be the stance of so many people. You have to have a college degree. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everyone thinks that they have to go to college. Yes, you they do. do. Yeah. You don't have but, to. Sorry, they, they do think that. Yeah. But they don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, say, like, you want to go into construction. Right. You don't need a college degree to go into construction. Yep. Or, like, you can, you can go to... Um, What's the type of schooling? A trade school. Yeah. Like you yeah. can go to trade schools and stuff. Like if you're <clears throat> trying to be like a lineman, mm-hmm. work on the power lines. I mm-hmm. actually had a friend that went to a lineman trade school. Now he's working on power yeah, lines. They and get stuff. done faster. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it focuses, you don't have to go through general ed and all that stuff. You focus on what you're going to be doing. Right. You don't yeah. have to take, you know, random history classes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jim so, Cook. <laughs> hate that guy. I'm so He's essentially, like, if you know that, if you want to be, <clears throat> I'm kind of picking this off of, uh, I just saw, like, some of the highest paying jobs, like an underwater welder. Oh, dude. They, they get paid. Sidebar. Oh. Have you heard the stories of underwater welding at Don Pedro Lake? No. Of welders getting swallowed whole by catfish? What? I don't know if it's just lore or if it's true, but the welders down there have seen catfish bigger than full-grown men. What? Yeah. I've never heard of that. I hate sharks, but I think a catfish bigger than myself would be even scarier. That's insane. Yeah, it's Could you just imagine that? Like, you're underwater, and you're just, like, trying to do your job, and all of a sudden... You get something at your feet. Yeah. Some large catfish. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But yeah, they get paid pretty well, huh? Yeah. Even, did you know, uh, sorry, this is kind of going off topic, but (laughs) um, golf ball divers in Florida get paid $80,000 a year. What? Divers, what are they diving into? The ponds. On the golf course. Yeah. Is it because alligators? Those gators. Oh, dude. Yeah. They get paid big bucks. Because eighty dollars, eighty thousand dollars in in uh, Florida is like, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm assuming it's probably better, it's probably worth more than a uh, eighty grand in California. Yeah, yeah, it's those, those gators, gators, and those gators will get you. Tim Tebow just popping out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So sorry, going back to that now. Um. I feel like it just it depends on your profession. It depends on what field you want to go into. You know, if if you're going and you're wanting to be a business owner, yeah, I would probably go get a business degree or... But do you need a business degree to be a business owner? I feel like it would help you. It, it would. Like, it would, it would help you more than not going. But... But I feel like you don't... What's going to make you money faster... Going to school to get a business degree and then starting a business or starting a business, gaining experience of owning and running a business, mm-hmm. and then with that experience going to school to add on to the skills you've already developed. But also, that's actually, I kind of like, yeah. So, like, I, I, the plan is for me to, you know, inherit the, the online business. Mm-hmm. I will know more about business I already know more about business now than if I would have started with a business degree mm-hmm. because I don't want to say no more than the, than, than the business person. Like I don't, I don't know more than the, the college student that has a business master's or, or major, but <clears throat> I know more from experience. Yeah, you're and getting so hands going, on. Going to school is just going to enhance that experience I already have and, and yeah. sharpen out the details. Yeah. But if I went to school for that and waited till I was done with that to be in business, I would be missing out on, let's say, a master's level degree, six years of business business experience where I'm making no money if I just do school. 
mm-hmm. to then go into business. Yeah. So there's a certain thing, but you, like, you can't do that if you're a doctor, though. You can't go be yeah. a doctor for uh, six years and then go to school. Yeah. So there are certain things where I think, okay, degrees, doctor, for example, yeah, you need a degree. There's no way out of it. If you want to be a doctor, you have to go to school. Yeah. But opening a business, you really don't ever need a degree, mm-hmm. but a degree will help. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like, because sometimes you, like, if you start at, you know, just like a take, take if you're working at like, like just some kind of like retail store. Right. And <clears throat> I feel like you'd be able to get at a higher level starting out if you had that degree already, then um, starting at entry level and just trying to work your way up. Do you think you can work your way from sales associate at TJ Maxx to manager in four years? Uh, probably not. I don't think so. Well, it depends how much. Like, if you're just working there. Right. Yeah. And But a lot of the time, it's just they don't even offer full time. It's all just, like, part times. I think you could if you were aggressive with it and you worked it full time everything. See, but, I mean, I think I just because... T- coming from my experience and the store that I work at the amount of work that I did is not appreciated there right but are you trying to work up the ladder in that business no nah, not necessarily but I mean it's just I look like my dad he were, and he worked at Safeway for 20 years mm-hmm. started as a bag boy ended up essentially the person that goes to different stores and fixes the entire store Make it into yeah. a profitable store. So that's you know twenty years. Well, are you talking? Wait, did you say manager, or are you talking about like store manager? Like store manager. So in four years? Yeah, I think it would take a little bit longer in four years. I think, uh, I think you could do it in four years for certain things and certain things. But so my point is though, okay, maybe you'll be, maybe you start ahead if you have a degree. But do you think in the time it takes you to get that degree and money it takes you to get that degree? You could just put in the hard work to get there. See, that's what I was kind of thinking about too. So, like, I think I don't think you're going to get a manager position with a bachelor's level degree for mm-hmm. for retail stores that are big chain stores like TJ yeah. Maxx or whatever. I think you need them, and I think if you do get it, if your degree does influence something, it's at a position even higher than that management position, maybe. Mm-hmm. So. If you if you're trying to get a degree to be a manager at a store, which is a pretty if you're trying to get a degree to be something, don't be a manager at a store, first of all. Yeah. But <clears throat> I, I know people like small businesses that are still profitable businesses, like uh, uh boutique stores down downtown. There's a girl right now who is she's a manager of that store, and she was a manager before she finished her degree. Was she working there? And her degree is not in business. Yeah, she was working during her her schooling. See, I feel like... It was a part-time job for her while she could do school and make some money. And so she was a manager before she was done with school. And her degree is in social work. Yeah, I feel like... So not like speaking off like what you're talking about, but just like working in kind of starting out in the field that you're getting your degree in. I yeah. feel like that's also going to show your bosses that you're taking initiative to try and work up. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like with me, like I don't I don't want to go into business. When I'm 21, I'm I'm going to that's how old you that you have to be. I'm going to start working at the juvenile hall. Right. And that's kind of me like gaining my experience firsthand not in school. Yeah. But while going to school and it's kind of kickstarting my career off. Right. Yeah. Uh, in the kind of like criminal justice uh and like law enforcement um kind of like in that direction. Yeah. So kind of starting off um and I feel like any future um like employers that see that they're going to see that I got in there as fast as I could. Right. Yeah. Because of it's just like an age thing. Yeah. And so I'm getting in there as soon as I can and I'm taking the initiative to try and start my career as young as possible. Right. Um, so I, I kind of like went off track, I guess, with that. No, one, yeah. But like, I, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's mostly case by case. Yeah. So in my position, do I need to finish college? No. Not, uh, well, uh, if yes you wanna, and no. I, the only reason I need to finish my bachelor's is because I want a master's degree. So if I didn't want a master's degree, if I didn't want a master's in business admin or in, you know, uh, uh, theology, or if I don't, want, if I don't eventually want a doctorate in something, which I want all three of those things, but I didn't want those things, then there'd be no point in me. And, and I was secure in my job now and what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Oops. There'd be no point in me finishing my bachelor's degree. In fact, I would make yeah. less money because I have to spend more time doing school stuff and not my job. Yeah. So it's really case by case, but I, and no matter what the case is, Dave Ramsey said this, a degree doesn't make you successful. Yeah. It might help in what you can do personally, but your own like hard work makes you successful. Yeah. I feel like it's a, it's kind of like an easier way to open doors. Yes. Which is so stupid, though. Yeah, but I mean... Like, I'm at the point in life where... I think I just don't like school. But <laughs> I don't feel like congratulating people that graduate with a bachelor degree anymore. Like, for what? It's so common. Yeah. It's so common. Like, it's expected of you. Like, w when we celebrate high school graduates, it's not because they did this incredibly hard task and they got through it and they did well. It's just like, oh, you're you're going to a new stage of life now. Like, congratulations. Mm -hmm. So, like, when, when you graduate high school, it's not like, wow, you did really well at a super hard task. It's just, hey, you're going to college now. And so college is becoming like, well, college used to be, wow, you know, you're, you're really academic. You put in a lot of hard work into this, you know, higher education, which is a, a higher achievement. And that's why it was celebrated. But now it's not really, it's so commonplace. Yeah, especially, so that's why I was going to go into majoring in kinesiology. That was, going, mine. Like, that was what I started with. Physical therapy. Yep. So that's what I was going to go into. That is now so impacted that yep. you now need a master's. You need a doctorate to actually yeah. get a good, a high level paying job. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I switched mine from kinesiology because I just don't want to do it anymore. But mm-hmm. when I went to psychology, it's because I want and I still would um, if I had to, I want to be a school counselor. My first year of psychology, they changed the, the requirement from a bachelor's in psychology to you need a master's. Mm-hmm. And the master's is different. It's not like a full-on master's. You don't have to write a thesis. You don't have to do studying. Yeah, we have to study, but you don't have to do a study. Yeah. Um, it's like two years, just two years of school, and you can be in starting pay. I don't know what it is for sure, but I know I know people who work part-time as school, high school counselors. 20 hours a week and they make 80 grand a year. Jeez. And so, yeah. So it's a good paying job, but it, but yeah. it's like okay, but now you need a master's for it, not a bachelor's. And then how long is it going to be until you need a doctorate? I don't think it'll ever get there. Are you sure? Yeah, because because of the level of work you're doing. You see cuz cuz the doctorate is still somewhat sacred, you know? So yeah. like okay. Like Bachelor's is now the equivalent of graduating with a high school degree mm-hmm. or what used to be a high school degree. A master's is now equivalent to what used to be a bachelor's. And then a doctorate, in some aspects, in some fields, it's, it's like a master's used to be. And in some aspects, it's like a doctor always was. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's like, okay, like I, I congratulate like a... Uh, Matt, he has his master's. It took him. It was super hard work. Had to get super like crazy hours. Like I think like three thousand hours of clinical work, and had to write a study. Had to write a dissertation. I remember he like he sent me emails like, "Hey, proofread this. I just need you to you know find any spelling errors, stuff like that." He mm-hmm. emailed to, to he emailed that to a lot of people. Super hard work. So I'm like, dude, congratulations on the hard work you did. But now it's like bachelor. It's like, oh, good job that you were awake for four years and you yeah. showed up because you graduate with like D, uh, D average and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you got on that rant. So like when, like when Tim, my friend Tim graduated from MJC, I said, congratulations. I wasn't like, I'm not going to congratulate you or anything. Yeah. But I was like, I told him, I was like, honestly, what'd you do? You finished two years of school. I know it's associates. Yeah. Yeah. See, like and I, he sees it too. He's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's dumb. <laughs> Yeah. But I get a full-on graduation for doing what every CSU student does in two years, too. Mm-hmm. And even, like, I thought about that. Well, I actually forgot about it because all I think, like, I didn't even think about my associates. All I think about is once I'm done at Merced, uh, Merced College, now I just get to transfer. Yeah, I don't yeah. see it as something crazy. You haven't really important. accomplished I don't see it as, anything yet. Yeah, I don't see it as right. graduating. Yeah. I see it as transferring. Yeah, and for some for some students, it is a big accomplishment. <clears throat> yeah, I think. I mean, I'm just I'm just ignorant of stuff, but I think for most, it's not really a big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just have a lot of male white privilege. <laughs> Could be it. So, what? How do you define success? Christine and I have um, talked about this. We define success somewhat differently. I think it's uh, sorry. I'm trying to like think of like a way to put this. I feel like it's almost what you think is successful to yourself. So like, 
I guess like the hard work that you're putting in. Um, I feel like what I feel like it's different for everyone because I everyone's standards are different. Mm. <clears throat> so I feel like people's mm. success is different. Like, say like my success could be different from your success. Yeah, in a type of success, you're right. Mm-hmm. But I think there's an underlying like emotional slash psychological state of success that all human beings share in common. So like success for you isn't going to be running a successful almond orchard. Mm-mm. Yeah, like not like that. But it is for me. But for you, it might be uh, being a police officer, say, for example. Mm-hmm. But there's something within our mindset, within those two things, even though they're super different fields, something took place in our minds that made it successful. I think what what makes that successful? I think a general form of success is whether you're you go to college or not, you have a career where you're making really good money. That's what I thought you'd say. Yeah. Okay. I somewhat disagree. Somewhat. Just a, just a tad. I think success is doing what you love and that thing that you love ends up paying for everything you need. Yeah. See, that's where I kind of went like with uh, people sees, seeing success as like a, like different between one another. Yeah. So like if I farm almonds the rest of my life, it's going to take care of all my needs and above my needs and it's, I'm doing what I love. Yeah. So I'm successful. Now, if I was an associate, sales associate at TJ Maxx my whole life and it was paying for my <laughs> needs, I wouldn't count that as success because of the psychological aspect of yeah. I've not put forth any challenging work and I've not enjoyed pursuing and being better at being a sales associate at TJ Maxx. Yeah. But I don't think it really matters the amount of money you make. I feel like it just matters to like you, like yourself. Yeah, that's where like, yeah, that's where like, so I, I, I told Christine, I said, I, I, I consider myself successful if I'm doing what I love and what I love is paying for food, clothes, and shelter. Mm-hmm. And if what I love just pay for those things, I would still consider myself successful. Yeah. Even if I couldn't go out to watch a movie or I couldn't buy a ton of books or new microphones, I would still consider the basic needs successful. Yeah, and I would also consider you know taking care of my wife emotionally yeah. and spiritually successful too. But I, a lot of people tie success, and I think that's a problem with the college degrees. Is a lot of people tie success to money, mm-hmm. and say say okay, with to be successful, you need a lot of money, and to get a lot of money, honestly, the easiest route is to get a degree. Yeah, and I think people will say oh, that's the harder route because you have to go to school, but it's really easier because you have your everything lined out for you. Yeah. Whereas if you went straight into the workforce, you'd have to put in more work. But I think, like take my parents, for example. My mom got hired over at her job over, she has no degree. She she finished high school in independent studies. Mm-hmm. And she got picked over tons of candidates who went for, to school for that exact job because she had decades of hard work and hard work in that field. Yeah. So I'm going to rant again, but 
college is an easier route, and I don't think it always ends up paying off. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> almost, I feel like... And circumstantial. Yeah, I feel like just because you go to college doesn't mean that you're entitled to... Yeah, right. Say, yeah. like, being picked over someone else. Yeah, and, but you will be, though. Yeah, I feel and, like nowadays... In most, certain, in most circumstances, likely. you will be. Yeah. But it's not like... And if I went, if I got a, uh, a bachelor's in psychology and applied for a job at Safeway, I'll get picked over anybody that doesn't have a bachelor's. Just like, just the same as if I had a bachelor's in management and applied at Safeway. So it's not, a, it's not really even when it comes to bachelor work or, or bachelor level degrees. It's not even what you have it in. It's just that you have it, and that's just more a show of you finished. You finished four years of schooling, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying. That used to be high school. It used to be, yeah. hey, you have your high school diploma, or you are disciplined enough to finish four years of high school. But we made high school too easy to say that's worth anything now. Yeah, and at some point, college is too easy to say that's, that's <clears throat> worth anything now. I don't know. I'm just hoping for Bernie's America. <laughs> Free college. Free college and 140% tax on cars. That's the life. Yep. The democratic life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so success, I, I, I think we fool ourselves a lot into thinking we're not successful too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We're too, I think we live too complex of lives. We have we have too much stuff, but that's me speaking though. I- I'm the person mm-hmm. like, you, if you go through Dave Ramsey and you're married, you you have the nerd and the free spirit. Mm-hmm. The nerd's the saver, fine, living off nothing, you know. And the free spirit's like, let's go on adventures and yeah. spend money, not because they like spending money, but because they like to have stuff and do stuff and have fun. Yeah. I'm the nerd. I'm I'm the one that's like, hey, if all we have to eat is like rice and beans. It's fine with me, you know. Yeah, and and save the rest of it. But it's funny because the marriage is complete opposite. I'm like my dad's, he's a free spirit. My mom's a nerd. <laughs> Kel, uh, Christina's a free spirit. I'm the nerd. I'm sure with you and Caitlin. I'm gonna guess Caitlin's a free spirit, and you're the nerd. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm guessing I'm guessing you save more than she would, and you can get by with less. I don't like we're not both, that it's a bad thing. Yeah, we're both kind of like the same when it comes to that um where i mean i feel like we can both be free spirits but at the same time we can both be nerds ah. when, we, when we know that we need to be like mesomorphs yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like we can li- say like if we just had beans and rice for food we can do that like we don't have a problem with that yeah but also like i feel like it is we see it like it is nice to go out and do things. Oh yeah, and Christina changed me. I used to feel so guilty doing anything. Like when we were, we have a story of when we were first married. She came home and I was like, "Babe, I did something like really bad today." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh no!" Like, what did you say? Like, I bought something, and she's thinking like, "Oh, he just like wasted all of our savings." Like, <laughs> I bought like I went to Target and I got twenty dollar pair of earphones, and that was like legit hard for me. I was like stressing about it all day that I went and bought earphones for myself. 
because I used to buy nothing for myself. I I used to, I make a joke that I used to go to work, come home, sit down, stare at a wall, and then get up the next day and go to work <laughs> and just do nothing until we were married. But now I'm like, hey, if I have the extra money and I've already saved, spend why, spend it. Yeah, like I feel like it's good to well good if you're able to to set Teach aside yourself. Yeah, yeah to set aside a little bit of spending money no you're supposed to in, in a budget you're supposed to yeah so like with me like how i do my saving right now is i take now i take everything that i make from the hood cleaning jobs i put that in my savings right. so that's only my savings and then i take half of my paycheck that i get from work uh-huh. i put that in my savings and because I'm still, I'm 19, I'm still living with my parents, going to right. college. Yeah. Um, the rest of that is kind of like my spending money. Yeah. So I make sure to set aside a large portion, 50% of what I make at my job and put that in my savings. Right. And then the rest is, you know, if I, whether I you know, need something like I need a little something extra from school. Like I just had to go get a new calculator. Yeah. Um, well then too, it's like, okay, sometimes you need, you need stuff. And mm-hmm. then when you do, when you handle your money, right, it's like, Hey, I, I can buy the, the nicest version of the thing I actually do need. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if, let's take a podcast. For example, there's a bunch of cheap mics we could get for podcasting. But if I say my money, right. And do my, my finances, right. When I do set aside the extra money to buy, new microphones for podcasting, I can get the really good ones. Yeah. I feel like it's like just like the little things in life that just kind of make you happy. I almost feel like that's what's going to keep you sane. Yes. Spending money? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's why, Uh like, I'll set aside money, like, for my tattoos. I love getting tattoos. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, you know, like my little spending money that I can save up after a while because right. i don't get like tattoos like one after another yeah i get it like totally spaced out right um yeah and so it's just like the little things in life that i enjoy or maybe going out to dinner with katie right maybe going to see a movie like kind of like stuff like that where i feel like within all the pressure of finances and all the pressure that you have with, uh, you know, growing up, being an adult, yeah, having to be more independent. Yeah. I feel like spending money is what's going to keep you sane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. While you're doing all that. I spend my money on uh, on this. All my extra money goes to this. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Just kidding. I did not smoke weed. We only invest in it. Yeah, we only invest in it. <laughs> Only if it's, you know, a hint of medical stuff, too. Oh, what a, what, let's talk about marijuana. Good old Mary Jane. You just burping the mic? Yeah. Good boy. (laughs) 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 What? I don't know. I've I've had I've smoked weed before. I don't know what you want to call it. What do you want to call it? You want to call it weed? Marijuana. Let's call it weed. 
<laughs> I'm just thinking about the episode of The Office with Dwight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is... I, I don't know. What is the... Is this going on the podcast? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is the... I guess what is the point of it? I mean, I get the point. Let's, let's make it a wider, wider than just marijuana. What is the point in doing any drug just to, to have a good time? And, 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 you know, obviously marijuana is also used for, like, medicinal purposes, like legit yeah. medicinal <laughs> purposes. But what's the point of all to, like, when I see that people use that, like, they, that's what they use to have a good time. You know, it's not like, not like they're smoking pipe tobacco just to enjoy the flavor. Yeah. It, it doesn't taste like anything, really. So using that thing to have a good time. And when I see that, I see that as a crutch. That you can't have yeah. fun by yourself. Like you need something to get you. And same thing with yeah. alcohol. People, you know, they'll, they'll go out and get drunk to have a good time, and that's celebrated. But it's like you can't. And I'm not against drinking. I'm against. I'm against being an alcoholic, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> like I don't need to drink to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But in one sense, like ha- talking over, like like I love having theological discussions over a beer. And in one sense, having that there does enhance the conversation. Not that you know, that we're getting drunk or anything, but just like that, it's like the, it's like that that thing that breaks the barrier of like this isn't so serious. Like you can relax, yeah. and talk about it. It makes it more of like a social. Like we just sat down like this and started talking theology, it'd be a lot different, yeah, than if you know we were having this discussion at Hawks over hamburger and beer, yeah. But I don't need that to have good discussion on any topic, yeah. So what's the point of? Do do you think that people who do any type of drug at all to have a good time, do you would do you see that as a crutch as well? Yeah, I. I I see it. Like I see what you mean and everything. I kind of like I do see it that way. Um I don't I don't know. Like I don't obviously like I don't <laughs> do drugs like <laughs> yeah. Like you don't do like coding or anything or Vicodin. Oh gosh. That's so stupid. <laughs> or even things like I don't it's know. It's a serious problem like, though for people. Yeah. Yeah, like people that shoot up, but I, and I would rather like, have someone be psychologically addicted to marijuana than I would have them be physically addicted to like Vicodin. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's way more damaging. Like there's a this guy podcast I listen to is a pastor and he's uh, uh, he has a drug and alcohol background. He was a drug addict and alcoholic, but he was a chaplain for a while, and he worked with like rehab centers. And so like he said when certain patients came in in an emergency, there was a certain detox protocol. So if like alcoholics, you would give them, I forget how you say the name of the, of the, it starts with the B. I forgot how you say the name of the drug. Uh, but it's, it's essentially alcohol in a pill. And you would wean them off it like that. Because if you just starved them of it, they would die. 
mm-hmm. certain drugs, there's a certain protocol where you have to have, have prescribed pills to detoxify them. Yeah. But the protocol for marijuana was just, just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's nothing because there's nothing physically damaging about it. Yeah. So I, I, that's to say I would, I'm against people using it recreationally, but I'd rather have them use that recreationally than like all these other pills. I'd rather have or them like cocaine or something. I'd even have people use uh, marijuana recreationally than cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's been proven that cigarettes can literally kill you. Oh, they're, they're the second leading cause of death? Yeah. But they also contribute to the first leading cause of death, which is like heart disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. When I mean, it's a third leading cause. I don't know. But it's it, di- it kills people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've, you've never heard of someone dying from smoking too much weed. No. And you never will. No, it's it's impossible to. We looked it up in high school. Don't ask me why. But we're like, how much we would co- would it take to kill you? You can't even breathe that much air in an amount of time. Yeah, it's something I did. I actually did a report on this my sophomore year. No way, I did too. Uh, well, well, I did it on medical medical marijuana. I just did it on, I think. Well, it was just like medical and rec, uh, okay, recreational, yeah. just to show that. Like, who'd you have for your teacher? Uh, Perino. Okay. And uh or wait no 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, sophomore year I had Perino. Um yeah, it was like I think I could be wrong, but it was somewhere close to like oh it was, I'm probably wrong on this. It was some like crazy amount. It was like around I wanna say like a thousand pounds. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. A couple thousand pounds. Yeah. Which yeah, is, it's like a thousand that's or like, two thousand. That's one ton. You couldn't even do that in a year, I think. Yeah. But you would have to take, from what I understood way back like six years ago, you'd have to breathe all of it in at one single inhale for it to kill you. Mm-hmm. That And so it's not going to kill you. So yeah. I'd rather have people. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I agree too. But yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. Um, when people say that, Marijuana is addictive. It's not marijuana that's addictive. It's the feeling that you get. And I feel like that comes with people having addictive personalities. personalities. Yeah. yeah. Because there's nothing in there like like nicotine. Cigarettes have nicotine. Right. That's what gets you addicted. Yeah. Marijuana doesn't have nicotine in it. And Right. So but it's the like the drug itself is not uh Addictive. However, it is still a gateway drug in one sense. I used to say it's not a gateway drug because people don't go from that. Don't I mean, it happens, but they don't always go from that to an, another hardcore drug. But I was talking to a, a mental health professional, and they're saying, no, that's not what psychologists mean when they say it's a gateway drug. Marijuana is a gateway drug to mental disorders. They said your brain is like a very large field of dry grass. And for some people, uh, weed, no pun intended, is the is a match that lights that grass on fire. And so you know, 
people that have family histories of schizophrenia, for example, mm-hmm. um, if you like, kind of look and kind of look at s- s- different case stories and studies and everything, most of the time where it presented itself, some some of the time where it presented itself was because they started using age. It's not just marijuana. They started using a drug, and that set it off. So yeah, it, in a sense, it just kind of like triggers it, right? So. The one, that, so that's why this guy was saying, he, he said, that's not what people mean by gateway drug. That's not what it originally would have meant. It didn't oh, okay. originally mean like, oh, you go to hardcore drugs. It just meant it could be, if you have a, 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 a family history of mental health, it could be it could be triggering that mental health issue for you. Okay. And you so see I that with anxiety. That. People have anxiety. Mm-hmm. They're going to be even more, they're going to have even more anxiety if they're high. Yeah. Because like, they would be like paranoid and everything. Yeah. Um, and you said too, like alcohol. Like yeah. someone that's already kind of angry, has an angry personality. Mm-hmm. If they get drunk, they're going to be more angry. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do I even get on this topic? Okay, oh, play that song. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. So do you think I need to find studies on this? What's your knee-jerk reaction to pipe tobacco? Is it as far as its harmfulness to the human body? Um, honestly, it's not really harmful at all, is it? I don't know. I can't speak with authority. I don't have like studies I could reference. But it's, it's funny because people don't think of that as... And when they sit and think about it, they'll think about it as harmful, but... That's with anything. But they don't think about it as as harmful as cigarettes, for example. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think because it's tobacco, almost like marijuana. It's a plant. Mm-hmm. And so it's more natural. Mm-hmm. It's more natural than cigarettes, which cigarettes, it's been proven to have... Oh, yeah. Do you have so, tobacco in them? Yeah, they do. Yeah. But then also they have so many different chemicals. Yeah, it's like saying you substances. want some coffee with your creamer instead yeah, of you want some yeah. cream with your coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So within a cigarette, there's hardly any tobacco. And there's nicotine in tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. But they also add it to cigarettes. Yeah. So I don't know why I brought this up at all. I don't think pipe tobacco... I, I think, first of all, anything is harmful to your body. I mean, drink too much water, you can die. Yeah. And then anything other anything than... Anything non-moderation. Yeah. And then even, like, just... My mom always goes off on this and says, anything that's not air going into your lungs is harmful to you. Well, even too much air is harmful. Can kill but yeah, you like, you can have, like <laughs> yeah. there's, like, bad air. Yeah. But saying, like, you know, like, vaping... Yeah. That's yeah. supposed to be, it's like horrible for you. Yeah. Um, but not everything is necessarily going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, I got to find this because Christina hates when I bring this up because she thinks I'm talking out of my butt. And sometimes <laughs> I am. Sorry, babe. She doesn't, what am I, what am I, I'm just going to listen anyways, whatever. <laughs> but there's a study. There's a couple of them. But there's one specifically that says people that smoke pipe tobacco end up living longer 
than people who do not smoke at all. That's not because pipe tobacco makes you live longer. That's not what it's saying at all. It's saying the personality of pipe tobacco smokers is a way less stressful personality. And so they're way more relaxed. They're way more easygoing. Um, and they're way more, I would say, have more self-control too. And so because of their personality that leads them to smoke pipe tobacco, that personality keeps them alive longer than people who are more anxious, more stressed, and don't do any harmful things or quote-unquote harmful things in their mm-hmm. life. But then I, there's another study that went along with that that was saying everyone has a a certain percentage chance to get, let's say, uh, what was the specific cancer they referenced? It was lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a, like, they put it on an index, and there's a lot of psychological terms to describe why they did this index and everything. But they put it on a scale and said, okay, your, your chance of getting lung cancer is two. And that's everyone's underlying chance. If you do nothing in life but eat good food and exercise regularly, everything, you have still that that percent chance, not 2%, but that indexed chance to get lung cancer just because it can happen for no reason. And when you smoke pipe tobacco and inhale pipe tobacco, which I don't know anyone that (laughs) inhales pipe tobacco (laughs) regularly, when you smoke it and inhale it, that chance, that's like, I think it ended up being like a uh, 0.0 something percent chance underlying everyone has. And if you inhale pipe tobacco, that goes up by like 3%. Not from... One two four percent, but that percentage goes up by three percent of one percent. Oh, okay. So it goes from like one point zero two to uh, one point three two percent chance. So it's and but then cigarettes. What's so harmful about cigarettes is the tar, yeah. added nicotine, that, those foam filters that are in there, <laughs> all the other chemicals that we don't know. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm not rant at all, but. Because I smoke pipe tobacco and I mm-hmm. love pipe tobacco. What do you think? It's uh, do you like pipe tobacco over cigars? Yes, for two reasons. One, you can get a a much larger variety of flavors of pipe tobacco mm-hmm. and blends, and it's a lot. It's a lot more. Cigars are like um, cigars are like beer. You can have IPAs, you can have craft beers, but I mean, they kind of all generally taste the same. Mm-hmm. Like they all have this base flavor, and the more you the more you drink it, the more you drink IPAs, the more it's just like it's just another IPA. There's nothing special about it. Mm-hmm. But pipe tobacco, my dad would totally disagree with me on this. <laughs> pipe tobacco is more like wine or scotch. Okay, it's very distinct, different. Yeah. ticks in certain ways that make it super distinct. And also because uh, cigars make my tummy hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the, they, the only time in my life I've ever been constipated is after I had this amazing cigar. And so now every time I ha- I smoke a cigar, I almost said drink a cigar. Every time I smoke a cigar, my stomach starts hurting. Mm. Yeah. And it, it happens. That's another thing. I, when I smoke at all, I spit. Oh, okay. Because yeah. if you smoke a cigar and you swallow your spit, for me at least, I don't know, maybe I'm just a sissy, but <laughs> it hurts my stomach so bad. Yeah, makes me want to poop. 
talk about pooping. If you have co- coffee and tobacco are both diuretics. Yeah. And so whenever you whenever you smoke pipe tobacco and have coffee, which is a great pairing, <laughs> it's amazing. But you don't have diarrhea or anything, but you just got to be near a bathroom because it'll make you poop. Well, isn't uh, alcohol is too, right? I didn't know that. Um, so, so what if you're like smoking a cigar and having scotch? See, now I don't do that anymore because that significantly raises your risk for damage to your body because mm-hmm. scotch and it doesn't enhance the flavor. So that's why I have it every now and then. But if you're, if you have alcohol, you're drinking scotch, for example, um, scotch strips the li- the mucus lining of your mouth. Okay. And so it takes away the protective, it takes away the layer that protects your mouth from the smoke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. But every now and then, yeah, it's and it's weird if you if you wet your cigar with scotch. Oh, it, I wish we were smoking here right now. I'd <laughs> I'd light it up. We weren't in California. Yeah, I I wish we weren't in this room so I could smoke wrap tobacco whatever I wanted while I was studying. Oh, I'm tired for youth group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old are you? Nineteen. Me twenty next October. It's coming October. It's November. Coming November. <coughs> November eleventh, Veterans Day. That's my parents' anniversary. Oh yeah. Dang, Veterans Day, parents' anniversary, and your birthday. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's on a Monday, so I get a four day weekend from school. Oh, nice. Yeah, my birthday. Usually, we're out of school by my birthday. And this year, oh shoot. This year, my birthday is on. Yours is in December? It's on a Friday. Party. What day is it? December. You better know this. I don't know yours. Hold on. Is it before or after Christmas? Before. December 21st? 20th. Oh, dang it. I was going to say 20th. (laughs) Yeah, the Luscious is the 19th. Tim's is the 14th. Mine's the 20th. Daryl's is in January. Garrett's all the way in August. <laughs> yeah. Garrett. We'll get him on one day. We will. I, he was really looking forward to come on, and then he got sick again. It's that 75th. Uh, it's that <laughs> three-fourths of an extra chromosome in his body that makes him <laughs> sick all the time. Uh, oh, man. What, were the, what was our other topic? Happiness. Yeah. Happiness. Happiness. You know what makes me happy? What? Pipe tobacco. Wait for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, I can smell that one. I'm going to move over here. That was was loud. I don't smell it yet. You know, I never really smell my farts. I'm not saying they don't stink. I'm just saying I don't really smell them ever. Like I'm, I'm not saying I go and try <laughs> to smell them. I, what I'm saying is I don't, I don't end up smelling them most of the time. Like, do you, like they don't have a scent. Like they don't ever come up to my nose. Oh, do they? Do yours? Sometimes. You better fart in the mic at some point because I'm a fucking idiot just doing it by myself. 
All right, we forgot the most important part of the show. It's our first ever voicemail. Do it again. There you go. (laughs) Put put it up higher. Um, Yeah, so we have someone call in who disagrees with us, but we'll allow it. Um, Pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I think they'll have to come on and defend themselves, but I think they're a flat earther too. Head shakes over here. All right. Let's hear the call. Hello, it's Isai Rodriguez, and I'm just calling to say that I disagree with your guys' positions on the moon landing. I personally believe that we never landed on the moon. And if you just look at the footage and stuff, it's just way too janky. And it looks like people are just being pulled up by pulleys. And obviously, I don't know what it's like to be on that low of gravity, but the footage just looks wrong. I believe we sent rovers to the moon and to Mars, but there's just no way we sent humans onto the moon. Man, that's about it. I call BS. Yes. It does not look like they were on pulleys to me. And of course the video is janky. It was the freaking 60s. And we just got they video for sent, like live yeah. TV. They were sent to the moon in a tin can. Do you think it looks like they're being pulled around on pulleys and stuff? No. I think there's some compelling arguments to be made about frame rates <laughs> and how it looked. And I do believe two recent rovers and stuff. A common th- objection is why haven't we gone back? And what's your answer to, answer to that objection? I feel like we've talked about this, right? I think so. There's nothing to go back to. Hey, what do you want? More rocks? Yeah. For what? Moon dust? You want to take a picture? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. <laughs> we appreciate it. And if you would like to contact us, which you did not do at the beginning of the episode again, you can call 209-250-7527. Give us a voicemail at stillwellpod at gmail.com. Wait, email us at stillwellpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Leave us a voicemail at 209-250-7527. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stillwellpod. And as always, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. You get nothing in return but good content every week. Yeah. And that warm, fuzzy feeling that you get whenever you leave five stars. Yes. Also, Spotify. We're on Spotify, too. And Stitcher, Stitcher and TuneIn and Google Play. I've never used those. And though. wherever, exactly. And wherever you get your podcasts. Till next, next time, keep on scratching. Okay, give me your loudest loudest volume of that effect effect you do. <laughs> I'm gonna make it sound cool. Perfect. Yeah, we'll have to talk about happiness another time. Yeah. Cause I'm my head hurts a little bit. <laughs> We're burnt out. Burnt out, stretching. You know, okay, you're right, mom. <laughs> not always feasible to do a two and a half hour podcast. This these headphone cables are so long. <laughs> uh, all right, stay successful, stay sexy, stay scratching. <laughs>